following message is the word of God from Abiyokuta Believers Meeting, Latter Rains. Be blessed. Spirit of the living God, satisfy this longing, satisfy this hunger, satisfy this desire that our lives be truly changed in the name of Jesus. God bless you. Very brief session tonight. Acts chapter 1 and verse 8. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Acts chapter 1 and verse 8. I believe with all my heart and I've had quite a busy schedule in the last few weeks. Just came from a conference um, and there has been an emphasis in my spirit that I believe is a reflection of what the Spirit of God is doing. I believe in what God is doing in Abelkuta. I believe in the move of the Spirit that is brewing. I believe in the army that is rising. I believe in the prophetic season that this land is stepping into. Acts chapter 1 and verse 8. Uh, by the way, before I start, let me say this. Uh, I think we, let's, let's start with two scriptures that I have found myself making reference to every time I minister the word of God. Just two of them and then we'll go back to Acts chapter 1 verse 8. Acts chapter 20 and verse 32. 20 and verse 32. If it's ever projected, you can look up and then read it. Acts chapter 20 and verse 32. He says, I commend you. The apostle is speaking now. I commend you to God. And then number two, to the word of his grace. And he says, which is able to, number one, build you up. And then number two, to give you an inheritance among them that are sanctified. So you are commended like I hand over someone to a caretaker. I hand you over my ability. All that I've been able to do is over. I hand you over to God and the word of his grace. And the first assignment is to build you up. When God comes to you, he doesn't give you things. He builds your capacity to build you up spiritually, intellectually. And then when you are built and you sustain the capacity, then it delivers to you an inheritance among them that are sanctified. And so that's the first thing that the word of God does. Colossians chapter 1 and verse 9. That's the second scripture. Colossians chapter 1 verse 9 defines for us the dimensions of the knowledge of God that we should seek. In a bid to experience establishment in a believer's conference like this, we're not just randomly searching out just anything in scripture. The Bible says, is it projected there? It says that you might be filled with knowledge, the knowledge of his will. Number two, wisdom. Number three, spiritual understanding. You might be filled with the knowledge of his will. It's important for you to discern what God is doing. You don't assume. 
pastor was sharing so beautifully about the anointing and honestly i wish he just continued i mean i i i i just i just thought that he would continue in that flow to just bless you but let me say one thing about the anointing there are graces that come upon you not just because you are a believer not just because of your office but because of your alignment to what god is doing in a season there is an anointing that confirms that you are working with god within the context of a season so you can be anointed you can be called into an office and find out that you are not featured in the move of god because there is a grace that is apportioned for seasons and when through the sacrifice of alignment you are able to make yourself available to host god for that season then that anointing will follow you the anointing does not follow men the anointing follows the speakings of the spirit whoever receives the speakings of the spirit will also attract the grace dimension of that anointing it looks as though it's following men but the anointing does not follow men the anointing follows the voice and the word of god so whoever receives the word of god also has access to the grace that makes that true are we together now so it matters for us to understand what we are here for much more than the the organization the excellence which is well appreciated our hearts must be open you know one of the dangers of 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 um, programs and activities is that if the people are not consistently reminded of the goal the gradually the spirit of that meeting begins to be extracted and you find out that many people no longer become blessed is one of the reasons why i have a lot of honor and regard for all the men of god that have put this program to be able to sustain the understanding and the fire most people cannot stay spiritual in a meeting by the third edition they have lost everything they start great visions by the second year they usually start fighting because there's misunderstanding from the first edition by the third year everyone now just dismisses themselves it takes a level of synergy spiritual maturity and coordination to remain focused and this is one of the things that has happened in this conference it's true it's true hallelujah so you must understand that every time you come and sit under this anointing listening to men of god being exposed to various graces it's important to be aware of what is happening to you one of it is that god is quickening your spiritual understanding understanding is powerful is the key that activates all things in the kingdom it is not what we do but the understanding that sponsors what we do are we together now if we do not have the requisite knowledge and understanding then we will render the potentials that come from and through this faith life it will be as though god scammed us ephesians chapter 4 and verse 18 having their understanding darkened it has been alienated from the life of god through the ignorance that is in them so the inability to understand can erode the potential for manifesting the power and the glory of god we're here tonight to grow and upgrade 
capacity and enlargement are we together we're here to see things and then we're here to receive like pastor greatly shared to receive to receive more grace ezekiel 47 that a thousand cubits be apportioned for you again and then you move into a deeper dimension some of us are here not necessarily just to hear but because you have you have exhausted your level you have plateaued at a realm spiritually and there is need for you to come up higher praise the lord so let's go to acts chapter 1 and verse 8 now blessed be the name of the lord you are beautiful in all your ways i sing because our lives are about to change you are beautiful in all your ways we sing it two more times the one who beautifies my life must be beautiful you are beautiful in all your ways. One more time, from the depth of your heart and with understanding. You are beautiful in all your ways. Hallelujah. Jesus comes back to life and then he gathers the people together and over a period of 40 days the Bible says he continued his mentorship teaching them on the matters of the kingdom and then when you get to Acts chapter 6 7 and 8 now he I mean he they begin to ask him a question will you at this time restore the kingdom of Israel and he says, it is not for you to know the times and the seasons that the Father has put within his care. And then verse 8 says, but you shall receive. That means you can reject it. Anything receivable can be rejected. You shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost is come upon you. And then he says, that power will make you witnesses. Everybody say witnesses. It says, you shall be witnesses unto me. You shall receive power and ability that will cause you to be a witness. My message is very simple tonight. But this that I'm teaching you, I say it with all humility, is the present speaking of the Spirit to the church. It is important to know what God is saying now. I will not be negligent to put you in remembrance of these things although ye already know them and are established in this present truth this present truth there is what the spirit is saying and the bible says when he talks not everybody has that ear so he says he that has that ear let him hear what the spirit saying what he's saying our relevance it's not just tied in discovery of purpose. It's not even the awareness of our call. 
but the ability to remain relevant. The fact that you were relevant yesterday does not mean you will be relevant tomorrow. It is your ability to walk in pace with what God is saying. That's the reason why you can find out that certain people were greatly used by God. And they've not backslidden. But when the Spirit of God navigates another dimension, they seem to be edged out of what He is doing. And many times you wonder and say, what, what happened? Why are these voices silent? I can tell you sometimes it's a product of carelessness. The inability to sustain both the meekness and the discernment to stay. I will stand upon my watch and set myself upon the tower so that I will see what the Lord will say. He's saying it, but I need to see it. Is God blessing us tonight? John chapter 1 from verse 4. This message will give value to our Christian experience. It will help us to live fruitful lives. And it will cause us to do much for the kingdom. God wants us to be fruitful in our Christian experience. He wants us to be reflectors of his glory and his power and his grace. To be manifestors. You, you, you can see it, my dear people. If you have to come up, you are going to have to do that for a very long time. So you just, just sit. Praise the Lord. John chapter 1 and then verse 4. John the Apostle is teaching us. In him was life, and the life was the light of man. The light shineth in darkness, and darkness comprehended it not. Read with me verse 6 and verse 7, and never forget this for the rest of your life as a believer. Ready? One to read. There was... Stop. Stop. Don't rush that scripture. Just stop. There was a man. So whoever that person is, is a man. Not an angel. There was a man. Number two, the man was sent from God. Regardless the background, regardless the situation that surrounded the arrival of that man, the testimony from the mouth of the Lord to his servant is that that man was sent. It's a revelation to know you are sent. That regardless the circumstances, there was a ministry. No matter how you thought it started, the Bible says there was a man and that man was sent from God. Oh, my parents didn't want to have ten children. They wanted eight. And I came in old age. There was still a young boy sent from God. Regardless of the circumstances. Listen, if you do not understand you are sent, you are sent. And when your spirit was passing the earth, it picked a body from your territory. So you look at your body and your background and you are deceived. That there was a man that just appeared from Abel Kuta. The Bible says this body is a disguise. The truth is there was a man sent from God. Hello, Sent from God. Sent from God. Sent from God. Regardless your realities, sent from God. Regardless your background, sent from God. And the Bible says the same. 
His name, the name of that man was John. Listen carefully. And then the Bible says in verse 7, it says the same came for... I thought John was a prophet. I thought you even call him a Baptist. Here is God's name for him. That John came as a witness. And what was his assignment? Not to prophesy. Not to prophesy. His assignment was not to baptize. His assignment was to bear witness to the truth. To the end that men through the witness of John might believe. Any believer that cannot subscribe to this reality is not going to be relevant. There was a man, please listen, sent from God. His name was John. The Bible says the same man came to bear witness to the light that men through his witness might believe. You call him a prophet the same way you call yourself a student. And the Bible says there was a man. Imagine what God will say about you. There was a man called Abiodun. He came for a witness. And he said, but, but, but I'm, I'm studying this and that and that and that. And he said, no. Listen. We name ourselves by the geography of our witness, which is wrong. That means when the geography of your witness is being allotted and defined, then you call yourself an engineer. Then you call yourself a doctor. Then you call yourself a pastor. But there is a central name heaven calls you a witness. And that everything you do in time is simply a system that helps you to bear witness to the light, to the end that men, through your witness, might believe. There was a man sent from God called Pastor Shola. The same came for a witness. And by the predeterminate counsel of God, for instance, he was assigned the area of witness to be the area of ministry. So while he teaches, heaven says he is a witness, not a teacher. He is not a pastor. The name pastor is a definition of the geography of his witness. There are people today studying medicine, but they are terrorists, not doctors. They were sent by an organization to be terrorists. And the nature of their assignment necessitates that they pass through the medical school. So it gives them access to the platforms where they can destroy. And you are in class, they are in class with you. You are studying to make money. They are studying to destroy. Your passions and appetites are different. They, they have been indoctrinated. I'm not using my profession to make money. I'm using my profession to carry out an agenda bigger than me. Listen very carefully. This is how terrorists think. So while they are in the class and they are teaching them on something that can be useful, they talk about viruses. You see that they pay unusual attention while you are sleeping. They are not interested. They want to know because this is it. This is why I came to the medical school. I want to make a drug that destroys people. But I need to be a doctor to be given access to that sphere, that mountain. So there was a terrorist sent by a group. He came to be a witness. You call him a student doctor. But the coded name, as far as the terrorist group is concerned, is that he's a terrorist. Whoever told you you are a doctor, whoever told you you are a pastor, 
Whoever told you you are an apostle and a prophet, these things are the geography of your weakness. Whoever told you you are a businessman, no, it's a disguise to give you access. But your assignment is that there is a man sent. My message is very, very simple tonight. There was a man sent from God. He passed through Abel Kuta and carried an Abel Kuta body. But he's sent from God. And his name is you. And the Bible says he came for a witness. So prophecy was a system of witness. Baptism was a system of witness. Are you getting what I'm saying now? And the Bible says the whole, the entire goal of the witness of the saints is that creation through the testimony that comes from that witness might believe. Might believe. Very simple, sir. But this is the reason why an entire generation can be irrelevant as far as the context of God's agenda is concerned. Revelation chapter 1. We're reading the first nine verses. Mighty God. You shall receive power, he says. After that, the Holy Ghost is come upon you. And you shall be witnesses. Say, I'm a witness. Let me tell you very quickly before we go to Revelation chapter 1. Please listen. A witness is a validator of a claim. The assignment of a witness is to validate a claim. There is no need for a witness if there is no contention. A witness usually comes when there is an argument. The moment you refuse something, then it necessitates the appearance of a witness. So the mere description of the saints as witnesses should already suggest to us that there is something happening. Are we together? The gates of hell is using men to write a statement to God. Using men like a painter's canvas to write a statement, God, you are not faithful. God, you are, if, you, if it is true that you give children, why is this woman still barren? And he writes it on you and sends it like an email to God. And so God says, now I, I need people to know I am kind. Because every time they read that I am kind, there is no witness to validate that. Every time the gate of hell contend with the truth of God's word, God begins to search around. Where are the witnesses? The witnesses, the validators, those who prove that he is faithful. There are two Bibles you will always find. The first is the one on your hand. The second is you. Men were never supposed to stop reading the Bible the moment they close it. As they close it, they should continue. Your life should be an unfolding of scriptures. That if the person was studying his Bible and he left the Bible to rush for work, he feels comforted when he sees you. He can continue what he started reading in the room. Living epistles, they are called. That means you are trying to study on the faithfulness and the favor of God. And because of time, you have to close it. While you are feeling bad, you see a witness that you can continue reading that scripture. 
written on him is the fact that God can restore the years that the canker worm. So instead of reading it in a book, you are reading it on a man. Please listen carefully. It is true. Witnesses. Validators. You see, God made many boastful statements in this Bible. And Satan has an agenda all through scripture. When Satan comes to a man, his first assignment is to hear what God said. Not to attack. Satan has no basis for attack until he knows what God says. According to the law first mentioned, you go to Genesis chapter 1. He comes to Eve and says, what did God say? This is what I, I wanted. I, I, am, I am obsessed. I want to know the information. Because the power and the jealousy of God always protects what he says. What did God say? And he said, we may freely eat of the tree, but of this one, he says, that's it. My attack is constructed around what God said. The parable of the sower, the soils. Notice that every time the seeds were planted, Satan was waiting. He would come by himself. There was no demon that picked the seed. Satan picked the seed to ensure that it does not thrive. Because I told you the anointing follows the word. And whatever takes the word out of your life has taken the grace of God also out of your life. Are you following me tonight? So a witness is a validator of a claim. That means that until there is a contention, please let, let me have, um, can I have two people? Any two people at all? Two gentlemen? Come. Yes. I'd like to teach with illustration. You stand here, you stand here, please. Thank you. Watch this. This let me have one more person. Yes. No, not you, not you, not you. Yes, come. You just move. Just understand what I'm teaching you. Come, sir. Mm. This is God. This is Satan representing darkness. This is man, the highest of God's creation. Watch this. Every kind of tragedy and oppression that happens to man is a statement from Satan through man. Man is like an email that he sends to God. Watch me make nonsense out of your creation. And by so doing, I attempt to give creation a statement that you are not faithful. So by the time you look at a family that never rises, you look at a destiny where everybody has gone down. It's not about poverty. It's not about barrenness. It's not about oppression. Those things are tools. They are, they are like characters in a text. The same way you paint someone crying to mean I'm crying, Satan uses your life like an artist to speak to God and to speak to creation. So men look at your life for a long time and say, Kai, boy, you self, if God is this faithful, why every time I look at you, I get discouraged. You see, I want to love the Lord, but I, I came for a Bible study and they say, anybody has a prayer request. And when you brought your own prayer request, even me now, I don't know whether I should pray or not. It's a statement. Listen carefully. The devil is using man 
to mock God. And then this is God with all his ability. And he's saying there is a contention. Where is the witness? There has to be somebody who I will use to reply back. And then Joshua Selman comes in between and says, I'm available. Watch this. And then you shall receive power because now you are ready to be a witness. And I come to this person and I tell him in the name of Jesus, your life will change. And his life changes. It's an email from God to Satan. I am still God seated on my throne. Miracles, signs, wonders, breakthrough, prosperity. They are all messages from God. The witnesses are men watching this. And so when God does not have sufficient witnesses in Abel Kuta, he remains misrepresented. And people say, is it that God cannot prosper men? And God says, but you know, I am benevolent. Have I not said withhold not good to him that is due when it is within your power? But he's waiting for a witness. And someone says, Lord, if you can use me to empower people, I'm available. And a grace comes on him. And in one year, he turns ordinary people that had no destiny and no vision to become kingdom financiers. And then God now makes a boast and says, Satan, this is an example of what my wisdom can do in and through men. He came for a witness, to bear witness to the truth that men through his witness might believe. Men through his witness might believe. Men through his witness might believe. Revelation chapter 1. Are you learning something tonight? The revelation of Jesus Christ which he gave unto him to show unto his servants the things that must shortly come to pass. He sent and signified by his angel unto his servant John, who bear record of the word of God and the testimony, take note, of Jesus. He bore record of the word of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ, of all that he saw. Blessed is he that readeth and they that hear the words of this prophecy, and keep those things which are written therein, for the time is at hand. And then you read all of that to the seven churches. I want you to read verse 5 with me. If it's projected and you can see it, please read. One, two, read. And from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness. Stop. Stop. What is Jesus called? You call him Savior. You call him Healer. You call him Redeemer. The Father calls him a faithful witness. That means when Jesus walked on earth, he spent 33 years correcting things that they did not know about God. The Bible says the word became flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory. Even as of the begotten of the father, full of grace and truth. You know why he was called faithful? Because he ensured that the, the lapse in the understanding of God 
when you read the old testament you see everything attributed to god whether evil or good because the people did not have the faculty to understand god so they would call evil things and say god did this god sent that and jesus came to correct that and god gave that as a testimony that he was a faithful witness jesus himself called a faithful witness And the first begotten of the dead, and the prince of the kings of the earth, unto him that loved us and washed us from our sin with his blood. Faithful witness. Faithful witness. John, in verse 9, says, I, John, am also your brother, so I'm a man, and companion in tribulation, and in the kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ, I was in the isle that is called Patmos. Why was I there? For the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. I didn't go to the isle of Patmos just because I did not want a good life. It was on account of my desire to be a witness. It took me that far. And now I found myself in the Isle of Patmos. So if people ask you, why are you here for a Belkuta Believers Conference? You don't say because Apostle Joshua Selman is coming or pastor or the great men of God. No, I am here because it is a system that files me to become a faithful witness. And the moment you assume the posture and the desire to be a witness, then you are ready to receive power. Listen, Many people reject the power. They don't reject it by saying, I reject it. They reject it by rejecting the understanding of the assignment. If you are unwilling to be a witness, then you cannot. You may convince yourself, but you cannot receive power. Because the power was designed to make you a witness, not a preacher. Preaching can be the tool of witness. The miraculous can be the tool of witness. Prosperity can be the tool of witness. Governmental influence can be the tool of witness. Whatever sphere of influence and mountain it is, but the assignment, the coded language that the saints understand is that I am a witness. As a CEO of a bank, I'm not an investor and a businessman who has risen the ranks to become an executive. I am a witness. And so when you are there, your primary assignment is to protect the interest of heaven. Are you getting what I'm saying now? Yes. Why has God sent us in this meeting tonight? Not only, not only to teach, not only to bless, but to, to answer something Satan is trying to write in someone's life. That he says, nobody can rise in your family. And then God says, Abel Kuta Believers Conference, answer that. Answer that. Someone was praying to God when Archbishop Benson Idahosa was alive and um, the person was just calling upon God in his prayer and saying, no, 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 no. He said, I'm here. Don't worry. In other words, why, why are you shouting up and down when I'm here? The answer to your prayer by God is here. Was it not prophet Elisha that said, let Naaman come so that you will know that there is a prophet, not a God. 
a prophet. That means if you ever doubt that God has representatives, sit back and watch a movie of a display of the multifaceted dimensions of the power and the grace of God. Listen, let me tell you. By the time you command a dimension of possibility that is not affordable in the world of men, you are a witness. So there is an anointing. There is power that comes upon you. You go back home tonight and they think he's the same person who came. They don't know Saul just met with Samuel and you are returning back. They, they try to open the gate as usual and you just tell the person good evening and the text of his job that five years he has been waiting for just comes and he says no, 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 no. I hugged you in the morning before you came for a Belkuta Believers Conference. What happened? And he said the same thing that happened to Saul when he met Samuel. How do you meet a man and your donkey starts going back home? He has not spoken. You search for that donkey for three days, but just making an eye contact with a man, not an angel. Listen, our lives, the results that we command are controlled by the levels of the graces. Your possibilities are subject to the graces that are at work in you. Thou shalt anoint Joshua in whom is the Spirit of God. He is filled with the Spirit, but you will still anoint him. And the Bible says that when Moses anointed Joshua, the Spirit of wisdom came upon him. He said, Thou shalt take some of your honor and give to him. Transferable honor. That means nobody just listens to you because you are saying something. There is a grace that compels the ears and the attention of people. Are you learning something tonight? I want us to pray. It's a conference and we just have two days. So there's, there's no need to waste time. It's a simple message. There is a cry in the heart of the spirit. There are many church members, but God is looking for witnesses. Witnesses. There are many prayer groups. There are many churches and that's commendable. There are many programs. But the cry of the spirit in this season is who shall we send and who shall stand with us to be a witness to be a witness that's why the song that your dear people they were so discerning to have sung that song it's true that something happens upon your life and by next week you are doing something that the gate of hell cannot understand in two weeks, you have healed 50 people by the Spirit of God. You receive an anointing and someone says, I'm tired. I'm about to commit suicide. And he said, give me five more minutes. A witness is speaking. Not your younger brother. I've been speaking as your younger brother for 29 years. But after this conference, give me five minutes of being a true witness. That's why you are here tonight. Listen. We are going to pray. I'm rounding up. Every witness has something called an evidence. Everybody say an evidence. Follow me. 
when you go to the court of law and then you know you are charged and etc etc they ask the witness what is your evidence and evidence is a token of truthfulness there has to be something that you bring out to prove your witness you cannot be a witness just by saying i was there uh -uh. where is your Because a witness should be there at the scene. And since you were not there when everything that happened in redemption happened, God took the Spirit of God who was there and connected you together. So that in partnership with the Holy Spirit, although you were not there naturally, the presence of the Holy Spirit and the anointing that He puts upon you qualifies you to still be a validator. You may not be an eyewitness, but you are a grace witness. I was not there, but there is a grace. How are you sure that God still changes men? Were you there when that scripture was written? No, I was not born, but I have come with a grace. I have an evidence. And they look at you and laugh. Bring forth your evidence. And like Moses, you keep the rod. Say, let it talk. If it's true that you met the God of the burning bush, what did he give you as a token? The God of Ab uh, um, 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 what they call them now, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, he should be smart enough to know that Egypt was the center of wizardry. Will he send you to Pharaoh without a witness? And Moses said, no, I came as a witness. There is my evidence. Thank you. And Pharaoh laughed. Ramesses! Janice, Chambers, come. Let this man know we are not stupid people in Egypt. And they threw their own rods. And men stopped talking and allowed the evidences to speak. We are talking too much because there is no evidence. A time must come when your speakings only introduce and you step back. The evidence. The token of truthfulness. Jesus is called the faithful witness. Zaparus Kama Hashialakata. If it be thou, bid me come. One word, come. Come. And the man begins to walk on water. What manner of man is this? That the waves and the sea, we never knew they had ears. Who is this that talks to things? I thought you talked to people. Jesus proved that everything on earth is a living thing. It can hear. It only depends on who is speaking. There was a man sent from God. His name was John. He came. The same came for a witness. That through his witness, just like many of you here, you probably were invited. And you are saying, this God thing, Seth, I'm tired. It's not your fault. It's because they have not been an evidence. By the time you go back this night and see what happens, tomorrow by six, you will be the one by yourself to come and wait at the door. 
and they say, sorry, I thought you usually go to church late. He said, you, you don't know what, who will not go early with what happened yesterday. Listen, listen. This is the grace you must carry this night. Witnesses. That three Hebrew boys were thrown into the furnace and then before they were thrown into the furnace, they began to contend. You see, they were Hebrew boys. They thought they were slaves. But the moment they talked about bowing down, they said, Oh king, we have respected you thus far. But now that you have touched us as witnesses, we are not careful to answer you in this. He says, Our God is able to deliver us. But peradventure, he does not deliver us. No stories, we will not bow. And God said, that's it. I mean, this is God beating his chest. Beating his chest and saying, this is it. This is it. Listen. Every time, every time, you stand to be a witness, you put pressure on the power of God. The Bible says the fire was turned seven times hotter. To the point that those who threw them into that fire died. But there were men sent from God to Babylon. The same came for a witness to the end that Babylon would believe. Listen. Why am I in this situation? Who really should be there? Who is the most qualified person to have been in that family. A family with no, no lifting. A family with witchcraft. Don't you know you were disguised? Oh, warm Jacob. Do you not know you are a witness? Strengthened by the power of heaven. The definition of light is the absence of darkness. So when God sows you like a seed in a family where nobody's rising, when you join them to cry, you bleed the heart of the father. Rather you stand and say, that's right, there was a lady. You call her the fifth born, but her name is a witness sent from God. Sent from God. Shalabrande sekete Shabro zeketosh kalabaharakos kabrande gedelehasia kabres kabarandos kabadia. No, you are not a student. No, you are not a businessman. No, sir. Let me indoctrinate you tonight. You are not just a young Abel Kuta person. No, you are, you, are, you are not just an academician. Harakatosh kamarakatosh. The same came for a witness. The same came for a witness. The same came for a witness. You are not a businessman. It's not about money. Money is a disguise. Your shop is a disguise. Your company, your investment is a disguise. Hallelujah.
Listen. Listen. We are going to pray. But listen to me. Your assignment as a witness is not complete until men believe. When you compel men to buy into your convictions because of the excellency of the hand of God upon your life, then you are a faithful witness. There is a dimension of the wealth of God that people believe that Christians are beggars and should always be the ones crouching at doors. And God is saying, everybody I trusted with wealth failed from being a, a witness to a businessman. And the more they made money, the more my name was defamed in their life. But I'm looking for witnesses. These are men that God will give you the financial keys of nations, not a shop, not a mall. And then you are aware that I was sent from God to that mountain. Let me tell you this, listen. When you make up your mind as a student and say, Lord, use me for a witness, you will see a CGPA that even you, you will go back and say, God, this is not true. He said, but you said I should use you. You have been praying. And let me tell you your prayer. Lord, let people not laugh at me. And God said, uh-uh. That's not how it works in the kingdom. Laugh at you or don't laugh at you. How does that bring glory to my name? Let me tell you a key that I found in my life. When you want God's jealousy to come over your life, I tell you the key. For your glory. I will do anything just to see you, to behold you as my for your glory. I will do anything just to see you, to behold. Wanna be where you are. Gotta be where you are. Wanna be Listen, listen, the anointing is not for men of God. The anointing is not for apostles and pastors. No, sir. The anointing is for witnesses. 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 That when you vow to be a witness, then God will come in his jealousy and say, who wants to limit your destiny? When you have said you are a witness. What is that mountain that will want to stand before you? When your life has been poured as a drink offering. Regardless your background. A man, a woman sent from God. Listen. 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 I stopped being a...
preacher many years ago because I found out that being a preacher was hard. I made up my mind that the cheaper route is to be a witness. A validator. A validator. A validator. So anywhere there is confusion as to who God is. He says, son, where are you? There is a call for you in a region. The, the devil is trying to make a statement that people don't rise. The devil is trying to make a statement that every prophet is diabolic. Where are you? Where are you? Go and correct something. Let the people know there are men sent from God. Listen. Listen to me. The darkness that God has sent you to is because of an ability upon you to bring light. So you have been seeing yourself as a needy in that family. Tonight with this understanding, when you go back, you will start thinking like Joseph and Moses. So I am not just the firstborn. I am not just the last lady. You now lock the door. Where are these horns that have judged my family and kept them down? I, I, I've been attending to this family as a lastborn. But tonight I come as a witness. I come as a witness. Are you ready to pray? In the next five minutes, find a corner. And let's pray seriously here. You are praying in the spirit. You are not asking for anything. This is a believer's conference. Are there priests that pray? Are there men that pray in Abelkuta? He spoke a parable to the end that men ought always to pray. Witnesses pray in this kingdom because there is a relationship between prayer and power. Are you praying for your destiny? For the sake of those sent to your grace? Don't let them die. A generation is waiting for you. Businessman, pray. Student, pray. Lecturer, pray. Career person, pray. Queen Esther, pray. Daniel, pray. Joseph, pray. Regardless the geography of your assignment, it takes power with God to be a witness. Come on, charge your spirit, man. Something is breaking open in your life. Enough is enough. There is a man sent from God. There are men in Abel Kuta sent from God. Celebrate 
pray, keep praying. You call this conference the downpour. Pray. Pray. Shatika Parakata. God has spoken to you about ministry. It's not about ministry. It's a witness. Witness. And we will never settle for less. We know there's more that's found in you. And we will never settle for less. We know there's more that's found in you. Will never settle for less. We know there's more that's found in you, and we will never settle for less. We know there's more that's found in you. It's in you, Lord. It's in you, Lord. We know there's more that's found in you. It's in you, Lord. It's in you, Lord. We know Hallelujah. 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 Listen. Listen to me. Listen to me. This is a believer's conference. I'd like you to put your assignment and your destiny before you and pray like a priest and say, Lord, the grace to represent you in this area, it must come upon me tonight. Please, everyone, take it seriously. Cry for your destiny tonight. Is someone praying? Lord, I put this ministry you have given me. I'm tired of giving excuses. I'm tired of just carrying out Bible studies. Downloading messages from another preacher. I'm tired of acting. On Sunday, I don't even know what to preach. There has to be grace and fire upon my life. Pray for your prayer group. Lord, that prayer group is dying. Witnesses are, are getting scarce. Your finances going down. Whereas God has granted you grace to represent Him in that area. Please pray tonight.
Still pray, don't be tired. Don't be tired. Don't be tired. The spirit of revival. Don't be tired. At the balcony, pray. His hand is upon you. tonight because something is coming upon you. There is a grace that is coming upon you. It's a realm of your glory, it's a realm of your grace, I can see your mighty power moving in this place, we're in the presence of angels, with God's glory on their wings, and like the voice of many waters. I can hear the angels sing. You are holy. You are holy. You are holy. You are holy. Tarara, 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 tarara. Ta-da-da, 
You are building capacity. Witnesses pray. Because when there is no more vessel, the oil will stop flowing. The Lord is restoring your relationship. The Spirit of God is speaking to me that He's restoring intimacy. Something has happened to your spiritual life. But you are that presence you once used to experience returning back again. Hallelujah, glory to the Lamb, glory to the Father, you are seated on the throne. Hallelujah, glory to the Lamb, glory to the Father, you are seated happening to you. This is a conference. Keep praying. Don't stop. You're not wasting your time praying. Something is happening to you. This is a conference. Keep praying. Don't stop. Keep praying. It's a spiritual drill that is shifting you to dimensions in the spirit. 
Your flesh may be weak, but your spirit is willing. Let me tell you, this is how men sustain capacity in the spirit. Pray a few more minutes. Many believers do not pray. That's why we are weak in the spirit. That's why there is no discernment. I cast my crown before the highest royalty. I am undone before your royal majesty. I cast my crown before the highest royalty. I am undone before your royal majesty. You're the King of kings and lords. Of Lord, you are the King of kings. You're the King of kings and Lord of lords. Your royal majesty. Listen. Oh, 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 oh. oh, oh. So when you pray, 
and when you are drilled to pray, nobody trains for the Olympic laughing. If it's power with God, you want. Kelande praskata susa bahasada katali agatas. Ekete preketosa sigete berekatos. Emprakatali katariza siyamakata. And the remnant of the house of Jacob shall bear root downwards. Shall bear root downwards and bear fruit upwards. The remnant of the house of Jacob shall bear root downwards. Shall bear root downwards. Shall bear root downwards. He shall be like a tree that is planted by the rivers of waters. He does not wait for any season. He does not wait for any season. He has found a system of supply in and out of season. You see, my brothers and sisters, let me tell you something. There are gifts in this kingdom and there are rewards. Not everything is a gift. This is where a lot of believers get it wrong. Not everything in the kingdom is a gift. If everything were a gift, what then is the reward for obedience? There are things that are rewards. There remained a rest for the people of God. There remained a Sabbath. And he says, let us labor to enter that rest. There is a dimension of grace that a man can carry as though God. It will not come just by wishing. This is what I'm cultivating in you tonight. When we are taking extended periods to pray, we are doing something to our spirit man. Revival cannot happen just by talking about it. No. There is a spiritual climate that must be created over a territory. And that happens through prayer. Men ought always to pray. When you pray and you pray and you pray, you create a spiritual portal that allows the activities of heaven to happen within a place. There is no other way. It does not take so long to receive an impartation. It does not take so long to receive a miracle. But what waste pouring oil on a vessel that is closed and not opened. This, this prophetic drill in the spirit is what is enlarging your capacity. You will go back home and find out that those 15, 10 minutes prayer of praying and sleeping will suddenly disappear from your life. And you will sustain grace to stay. And the gates of hell will know that something happened to you. Listen. Let me tell you the truth. I'm about to pray for you. But the anointing is not a charm. There is, there is an active, there is an active participation. Not just of a consecrated life. But there is a level of diligence you give God. Please, let's, let's, let's settle this this night. It's not about some man of God to clap for. Are you willing to give God time 
and your attention. If you want God to give you the keys of a generation, it's not by how many men of God you know. There is a testimony in the secret place that when God signs his signature upon your life and says, hear ye him, there is no force, no tradition, no barrier that sustains the ability to limit you. Please, let's take God seriously. I know God is helping us, but God sent me tonight to enlarge your appetite for the things of the Spirit. Enlarge, enlarge, enlarge your appetite for prayer, your appetite for the Word. There are relationships you have to get out of your life because you desire to be a witness. You don't just stand and tell one, be healed and prophesy and say, may your life change and then it changes. There is a track record in the spirit. There is an attestation by both God and demons. Paul, a man approved. Let me tell you, there are things you cannot fake in this kingdom. If it's not there, it's not there. One of it is the secret place. You cannot fake fellowship. You can fake power. But when a man who comes from the presence of God comes, you will know. The downpour does not happen to people who take God casually. Lord, if you bless me, that's alright. Lord, if I can conjure a message and preach on Sunday, after all, I'm a preacher. No. I don't know what God did to me. But I pray that he will do it to you. That he will put in you a hunger. That nothing in time. These, these distractions around our lives. You see, it is when, when sometimes, sometimes when we see people who are mightily being used by God. We see the glory, but we do not see the sacrifice. The sacrifice. Not everything is gotten by impartation. There are wells you dig by yourself. It's a testament with God. Because something must come upon your life. It's time for you to receive. I see angels in this place. There are people here who have the call of God upon their lives. You are not yet in ministry. Or you go to bed and you see it in your dreams. You see the crusades. You see the healings. You see the miracles. And you are even afraid and saying, God, is it me that you really will use? There is a grace that is coming upon you. It's a grace for separation. Separation. Told you were in your mother's womb. I formed you. I called you. A grace for separation. Will be very brief. I want to pray for you. It is important. I stretch my hands that all those who have the call of God upon their lives, that the grace that leads you to the secret place and leads you to the place of power, I stretch my hand. That grace come on you. Let that grace, my God, let that grace come on you. 
let that grace come on you let that grace come on you listen this is the grace that will draw you to the secret place this is the grace that will cause you to no longer have appetite for normal things there is a grace a grace that causes a man to give god his attention he caused the burning bush to leon moses he was distracted and moses saw it. the purpose of the burning bush was simply to get moses attention when he saw that moses turned aside he said now take off your shoes for where you stand is holy ground for the secret place the secret place i'm praying for you please pay attention please pay attention now i want to pray this is a general prayer for everybody i prayed it in household of david and i prayed it every other place i don't know what is it with this grace but it's a grace for speed listen listen there is a real exact grace for speed that can come upon a man and cause a level of acceleration in your life that you will wonder and marvel i have found myself praying i prayed it at the conference in abuja this morning before coming here that every time i'm about to pray for people the lord would put it in me again because there is there, there is need for an acceleration an acceleration an acceleration and i want to pray and release that grace upon you listen just tell you when i pray for you people are going to begin to run physically i want you whether you are an usher or not there's a crowd of people all over here so people don't injure themselves there's no time to bring anybody out tonight just keep them wherever they are i want you to please be your brother's keeper even whilst you receive are we together there is a grace for speed there are individuals and families that have been kept for a long time I want to release that grace at the count of three you will begin to see people run around don't, don't it's, it's not it's not it's not something strange that's why i'm taking out time to explain it thank you jesus now in the name that is above all names i decree and declare over abel kota believers conference it's time for you to move to another level and at the count of three i shift you one two three receive that grace speed speed please help them speed let the hand of god come upon you like he did elijah and that you run and overtake the chariots of ahab down to Israel. i speak speed to your life i speak speed to your destiny i speak peace speed to your career Just help those under the anointing with you. And the hand of the Lord came upon Elijah. There is a grace for prophetic psalmistry. This is what the Spirit of God is telling me. You don't have to be a musician. It's a grace where people hear songs in the Spirit and write them. These are songs of revival. And the Lord wants to release that anointing. Help that lady, please. A grace for prophetic psalmistry. I stretch my hands. Where are the psalmists? I will reveal my dark sayings upon the harp. 
I decree and declare that grace for prophetic psalmist. Just help those under the anointing. I hope they don't enjoy it. Receive that grace. Songs of the Spirit. Write for us the songs of Miriam. Songs of the Spirit. It was Miriam that wrote, I will sing unto the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously. The horses and his riders have been thrown into the sea. Songs that come from the realm of eternity. The realm of eternity. Not the realm of time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm seeing something that will begin to rise in this city. There will be, after this conference, and I'm prophesying it, there will be a strange manifestation of the spirit of prayer and travail upon Abel Kutcher. I'm seeing the Lord is telling me there will be groups with no name. No name. Just men and women who come together and two hours will become four hours and four hours will become five hours. Because I see a vision that I saw was it last year or the year before last? A boiling pot. I see a pot that is boiling. A two reviver. I told you the mother of Lagos is Abel Kuta. Remember three years ago? Yes. That Abel Kuta is a pregnant woman the Lord showed me. And she gave birth to a child called Lagos. Spiritually. Is the reason why he drew the fathers back and planted the headquarters of the ministry back to where the mother is. It's a mystery. Listen, there are ancient mantles that came forth from this city, but many who carried it died and left, and there were no evidences of that grace finding men. But the Lord in this season is bringing about a resurrection. Please listen. There are very quiet people who pass through this city. They were not known mainstream, but these people carried grace and fire. I mentioned of the prophetic as have never been seen, but in this city, God is bringing that fire back again. Many of the people are right here listen they may not look like it but the hand and the investment of the spirit is upon your life are we together now two three prayer points and then we're done i want to speak to you note these prophetic words that i'm bringing another that i'm seeing right now and i'm going to pray for you is I'm seeing in a vision now and I'm seeing a hand, the palm of a man. And I'm seeing oil come out of that hand. And the Spirit of God is restoration of the healing ministry. A restoration. Please hear me. A restoration. A re genuine healing ministry with provable signs and wonders. Not just random prayer and then a few healed. 
a tangible healing ministry. And right now I stretch my hands. There are men, there are ancient wells that brought healing to the church. And I stand as one sent. There are at least 51 people I'm seeing that will carry this healing grace. In the name of Jesus at the count of three, may that grace find you. One, two, three. Take that grace now. Take that grace now. Take it to your territories. Please help them. Shabarakata. Men and women alike. Carry that grace. Genuine healing of incurable diseases that your hands become the hand of God ministering life and power to people. Help this man of God. There is a grace coming on this man of God. This one you are holding. You may not look like it but there is a grace for healing that is coming upon that man. And you will move in dimensions of the anointing. Hallelujah. Hold on. The Lord is showing me a woman here who is going to carry this healing anointing. You know, most times when we pray, people receive, but they are exact people. There is a woman I'm seeing in the spirit. Wherever that woman is, I'm praying, there is a real healing ministry. A real healing ministry. A real healing ministry. I stand by this prophetic grace. I shift you into that ministry. A strange ministry. A demonstration of the healing power of Jesus. There are people who are called into the prophetic. But your visions are hazy. The things you hear and see, there is a lot of haziness. And it has made you to even mislead others. Not because you are bad, but you have not gotten what we call the mystery of the Urim and the Tunim. The mysteries that bring spiritual accuracy to a man. To communicate only things that are saved by the intelligence of the Spirit. I want to pray for you. There is an awakening of the prophetic. And I'm seeing, I'm seeing fire right from a vision, the stomach of a man. Just like a regurgitation. Lord, where are they? Just give me a few minutes and we're done. Anyone here called into the prophetic, I declare that the mantle, shakatos kabarakata, and the grace, at the count of three, that grace will come on you. One, two, three. Receive that grace right now. Receive that grace. The eyes that see, the eyes that see, the ears that hear, shabarakatos kebreketelia sarakata. Please help them. From prophetic dreams to all kinds of visions, bringing direction to people. I take away the spirit of error from your perceptions in the name of Jesus Christ. Mantles are falling here tonight. Anointings are falling here tonight. Graces are falling here tonight. For the kings to be born, for revival to return. 
for the kings to be born, for revival to return. Yeah. Ali, Ali, oh. Ali, oh. Ali, Ali, oh. oh. The poor us are rising here tonight. Mother Kites are rising from the gates here tonight. Elijah's arising here tonight. Samuel's arising here tonight. I want to pray for women. Listen. A woman in the spirit is a gate. The only gate that brings in another life. A woman is more than just a figure that gives birth. Every time revival wants to happen, take note of women. When Jesus resurrected, the first person to see him was a woman. The first evangelist, because the gospel needed to reproduce in every land and so the first personality to be a witness of the resurrected Christ will be a woman let me tell you when God wants to honor you and honor your ministry he will send women it is true notice that women were at every site of resurrection in the Bible when Lazarus was about to resurrect the women were there when Jesus Mary at the cross Women are very prophetic and strategic. This is a season of the birthing. Birthing of prophetic things. And there are people here in the similitude of Deborah. That's why I sang that song. You hear me pray this prayer all the time. And it's a contribution. A woman sat down in the temple called Anna the prophetess. And continued to pray that a child be born. And when they brought him to the temple, she said, now my soul will rest. I have prayed it. She was giving birth in the spirit. Where are the Deborahs that will pray? I stretch my hands. The anointing of the spirit will find you. In the name of Jesus. That grace for Deborah. The warriors in this end time. You have seen it in visions. I release you into that realm right now. Receive that grace right now. Receive that grace right now. And let's agree for all the churches in this land, in this city. There are mighty churches, many of the men and women of God here, that labor day and night to see that the purposes of God is established. But we come as one big family tonight, joining faith, hand in hand, and we are declaring, can we pray for the church in Abelkota in one minute? Father, fresh fire, regardless of the church, open your mouth and pray. This is not the issue of my church and my pastor. Lord, we stand as the church in Abelkuta, the church in Ephesus, the church in Pergamos, the church in Laodicea. We decree and declare we make room for revival upon every pulpit. Fire through the teachings. Fire through the prayer. 
in the name of Jesus the unsaved coming to the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ hallelujah there was a man sent from God his name was you not John there was a woman sent from God her name was you the same came for a witness to bear witness to the light that through him all men might believe don't forget this scripture i prophesy upon you in the name of jesus return from this conference tonight a sign and a wonder the gates and the doors that have refused to open i stand tonight by the rod of a higher priesthood and i speak to those doors be open in the name of jesus christ be open, be open over your academics, be open over your finances, be open over your career, over your ministry. Where that was deserted so that no man will pass through you, I will make you an eternal excellency, he says, and a joy of many generations. I declare the grace that distinguishes you in this same city may that grace rest upon you right now please believe it believe it and the king sent for joseph and they brought him out of his dungeon you may not have access to the gates but you need the influence of those who are at the gates and one of the ways that God lifts men is to cause a gatekeeper to love you. Not everybody is castable. There are people you can't bind and cast. You have to pass through them with favor. They are gatekeepers. If they hate you, you will suffer no matter how born again you are. These are the kinds that when a man's way pleases the Lord, he makes even the enemies to be at peace. He will cause the heart of a king and make him like you i declare the the gatekeepers in this city and around this region who have what it takes to cause the word of god to prevail in your life whether a job whether a business and for some reason they have not attended to you we come by the god who is called the father of spirits and we declare that their spirits are influenced to favor you I pray for every student here I don't care what is happening in your academics I decree the Bible says they are taken for a prey and none say it restore you love the Lord but things are not going the way they should right now in the name that is above all names we call on the God of Jeshurun that rides upon the wings of the wings and we declare let there be every correction that needs to be made on your academics
one called barren here that you have not been able to be the mother of children we decree and declare that you begin to count from today in the name of Jesus believe it and hear it that you begin to count from today that according to the time of life you return with your children can I speak over your finances it's important Ezra chapter 6 and verse 14. Is it possible for the media to project it? My time is up. I'm rounding up. But you have to see this. I want to pray for you. Never forget this scripture for the rest of your life. Ezra chapter 6 and verse 14. Read with me if you're a Christian. One to read. And the elders of the Jews built it. Uh -huh. And they prospered through the prophesying of Haggai. And Zechariah the son of Edo. And they built it and finished it. According to the commandment of the God of Israel. Stop. They built. But they prospered through the prophesying. It's one thing to build. It's one thing to prosper. It's another thing to finish. This is the mystery of achievement. That while men build and their expertise is on the field. In the realm of the spirit, there are words creating that possibility. He says they prosper through the prophesying. This is a simple principle why many people continue to suffer. They have the architecture, but the speakings of the spirit is not upon what they are doing. I decree and declare over your life. I don't know what it is you are involved in that has refused to walk master we have toiled all night your pastor shared here listen i want you to believe hardship is demonic by any standard believe this thing in the name of jesus we stand here at abel kuta believers conference i cause hardship from your life Listen, when the spirit of hardship is on you, whether you have a job or not, it doesn't make any difference. Whether you have a business or not, it doesn't make any difference. Money in your account and no money makes no difference. Your life will continue to reduce back to reflect that spirit. But in the name of Jesus, there are families here you love God with all your heart. But this is the one plague that will continue to stop the witness of the word. In the name of Jesus, if you have the grace to believe this, I speak over your life that in one month from now, I stand by the grace of God Almighty who sent me to a man who can believe. May you be connected to the heart of kings that will lift you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. That some of you, before tomorrow morning, not tomorrow night, you will come for the morning conference with tears in your eyes. And the tears will not be for sorrow. You will come and sit quietly and say, I know God moves, but I have not seen this in this fashion.
You see, before you believe a man, find out his track record. Don't just believe carelessly. You are at liberty to vet and probe everything you know about that man. That's why God gave us the Bible, a compendium of his ability, so that you will vet him and find out whether he's worthy of your believing. Your life has shifted tonight. Father, we give you all the praise. Let the name of the Lord be glorified. Jesus.